Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, November 18th, 2015, for the Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. Coming to you live from the beautiful and breathtaking studios of StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is Perfect Storm of Chaos and Terror. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne this day. We ask that the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit go out throughout the world to warn your people of the times that are yet to come. Lord God, I know that you have prepared this for a day and an hour such as today. Lord, your people need to hear this that are not walking with you yet, but will be at the time eternity begins. Holy Spirit, have your way this day and... Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for taking our place on the cross and giving us the opportunity to serve you here in the here and now and receive eternal life in eternity yet to come. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we begin our show for today, I would just like to start by putting you in remembrance of three things. Number one, during the months of February and March in 2002, the Lord God sent me on a mission to Israel. While I was there, the Lord spoke to me by way of the small, still voice of his Holy Spirit one day as I crossed the lobby of my Jerusalem hotel, where he said, quote, hotel bombings and suicide bombings are coming to America. Three weeks later, after returning from Israel on March 27, 2002, 30 people were killed and 140 injured in a suicide bombing at the Park Hotel in the coastal city of Netanya during a Passover Seder celebration where there were 250 guests in attendance, of which since that time, by Wikipedia, has been dubbed as 
the Passover massacre, of which Hamas claimed responsibility for and has billed. And it has been billed, my friends, as the deadliest attack against Israelis during the Second Intifada. Number two, in December of that same year, which there again was 2002, many, many years before anyone was ever openly speaking about an Islamic caliphate, which means a worldwide Islamic government, along with the Khalifa, which is its head, who is reportedly to be the political and religious successor to Muhammad, of which, I might add, ISIS declared in Iraq and Syria on June 30th, 2014, the Lord showed me that it would one day return. Clear back in 2002. Yes, return, as it had in the days gone by been in existence up to the year 1924. Number three, on November 4th, 2015, I shared the 2016 mandate from the Lord God that he, by way of his Holy Spirit, spoke to me at 2.23 a.m. on November 1st, 2015, telling me that the year 2016 will be the year of black days ahead. Moving forward with the laying of that groundwork, let us now begin to take a look at what people are saying about our current world just since Friday, November 13th, 2015. First up, we have this piece by Michael Schneider dated November 15th, 2015, titled Widespread Terrorism is Just Part of the Perfect Storm That is Now Descending on the Western World of which Mr. Snyder opens by stating, words cannot adequately describe the utter horror that was unleashed on the streets of Paris, France, on Friday. He says, CNN is calling it the worst violence witnessed in France since World War II. And even though it happened a couple of days ago now, he says, many of us, are still having a real tough time processing what took place. Somehow, a small group of less than 10 radical Islamists was able to unleash a coordinated wave of attacks that killed at least 129 people and injured at least 350. All of this comes less than a year after the Charlie Hebdo massacre in Paris, And many in the Western world, listen up, my friends, he says, are now stating and starting to understand that something has fundamentally changed. Even though France has a highly advanced anti-terrorism infrastructure, and even though it also has some of the strictest anti-gun laws in Europe, None of that did anything to prevent these attacks. Despite all of our advanced technology, the openness of our society makes us highly vulnerable to Islamic terror. And as more waves of refugees from the Middle East are absorbed by both Europe and the United States, he says, and I agree with, it is inevitable that there will be more attacks like this. 
Mr. Snyder continues by stating that according to Google, the definition of a soft target is a person or thing that is relatively unprotected or vulnerable, especially to military or terrorist attacks. And as we just saw in France, the Western world is literally teeming with soft targets. I am talking about sporting events, concert halls, schools, churches, shopping malls, power stations, water treatment facilities, mass transit, etc., he says. For those that wish to create terror, the opportunities are endless. He says that in the Western world, we generally rely on certain deterrents in order to maintain order. Most sane people, he says, do not want to be shot, and most sane people do not want to go to prison. But what do you do when there are large numbers of crazy people, he says, that are actually looking forward to being martyrs? We don't really have a defense for the kind of attacks that we've just witnessed in France, he says. What we do, because the Lord God Almighty can build a hedge of protection around us, but that doesn't mean we won't be at a certain place at a certain time of the Lord's choosing and be taken out of here just the same. But we will know where we're going after we've left here. Okay? So that's the difference. Mr. Snyder says, what, what can you really do when you are dealing with large numbers of homicidal maniacs that are not afraid to die and that can strike anywhere at any time? This is something America is going to have to really start thinking about. He says, unless you can identify the terrorists or their plans ahead of time, it becomes a gruesome game. And the level of evil demonstrated by these terrorists is truly astonishing, he says. At the Becca clan, Miss Wendy, you got to help me with this. What's the name of this theater? Becca clan? Bakatan. What was the name of the theater that they were at? Oh my gosh, I think it was uh, Bakatan. Bakatan. Okay, theater. Mr. Snyder says two of the terrorists fired their AK-47s indiscriminately into the crowd for a full ten minutes at the Bakatan. A Bakatan. Thank you so much. I love your accent. At the Bakatan Theater, at least seventy-five people attending. The concert by a U.S. rock band were killed and many more injured, according to authorities. Eyewitnesses spoke of two young men armed with AK-47 assault rifles firing repetitively and dispassionately into the crowded venue, targeting helpless victims cowering on the floor. Julie Pierce, a radio reporter who was inside the concert hall, told CNN she saw two terrorists at the back of the venue firing randomly into the crowd. People yelled, screamed, everybody lying on the floor. It was, it lasted, she says, for 10 minutes. 10 minutes, 10 horrifying minutes. She said when everybody was on the floor covering their head. It was horrible. But these latest attacks, my friends, are just part of a wider trend of chaos and terror, says Mr. Snyder, that has descended upon, the Western, uh, descended upon Western Europe. 
Mr. Snyder goes on to say at this point that he has a video that he would like for everybody to view for much more information on this. He says, please check out the video. He then continues by stating, sadly, what Europe is currently experiencing is coming here too. Well, guess what? I'm here to tell you what he's saying is correct. I don't know if the Lord has audibly spoke it to him, but he has to me. So I'm telling you what the man is saying is the very truth, and we're on the, we're on the fast track to it coming sooner than you would ever believe. He said, sadly, what Europe is currently experiencing is coming here too. He then says, when I first start dealing with somebody new, I watch to see if that individual will actually follow through on what he or she has promised. Sometimes this happens, but sometimes it does not. In the case of ISIS, he says, I would have to say that they are indeed following through on what they said they would do. He continues by saying, tonight, much of Europe is completely gripped by fear and terror, and the head of ISIS has promised a direct confrontation with the United States as well. Al-Baghdadi, the leader of the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria, or ISIS, issued a rare audio message back on January 21st in which he flatly stated his group's intention to march on Baghdad and to move into direct confrontation with the United States. Here in Mr. Snyder's article, he is reported as stating, Our last message is to Americans. Soon we will be in direct confrontation, and the sons of Islam have prepared for such a day, said Baghdadi. So watch, we are with you, watching. As Mr. Snyder continues to move forward in his article, he states that as WorldNet Daily, or WND, has pointed out, there have been dozens of Islamic terror attacks in the U.S. soil, on U.S. soil since 2001, but most of them have been relatively small. Unfortunately, says Mr. Snyder, I believe, and I'm with him, my friends, that we are moving into a new era. Instead of just being satisfied with killing dozens or hundreds of people, these terrorists will start getting a hold of weapons that can kill thousands. Eventually, we will see terror attacks inside this country, he says, that will make 9-11 look like a Sunday picnic. And Barack Obama, he further states, is certainly not helping things by resettling thousands upon thousands of Syrian refugees in communities all over America. Of course, increasing terror is just a part of the overall picture, he says. Many have described what is coming to the United States and Europe as a perfect storm. And I would agree with that assessment, says Mr. Snyder, of whom goes on to say, even without Islamic terror, we live at a time of rising civil unrest. The deep divisions in our country have been demonstrated by what has happened in Ferguson and in Baltimore and more recently at the University of Missouri, he says. Americans are angrier and more frustrated than ever before. And my friends, that's due to the fact 
that they don't walk with the Lord Jesus Christ because anger does not come from God. It comes from Satan. The only kind of anger that comes from God is a righteous indignation against that which is evil. Americans are angrier and more frustrated, he says, than ever. And the mainstream media is constantly playing up the divisions between various groups, says Mr. Snyder. And thanks to Barack Obama's refusal refusal to protect our borders, there are now, he says, 1.4 million members of criminal gangs living in our cities. Violent crime is already on the rise in our urban areas, and it is going to get even worse as we plunge into recession. For instance, he says, the city of Baltimore recently recorded its 300th homicide of the year after only seeing 211 for all of 2014. Our major cities have never been more primed for civil unrest. And I believe, he said, that we are going to see widespread rioting, looting, and chaos in the years ahead as the economy totally fails and totally falls to pieces. In addition to increased Islamic terror and civil unrest, I also believe, says Mr. Snyder, we are moving into a time of great governmental shaking. And that is true, my friends, because all of this you're seeing right now is happening because we're coming into a one-world situation. They're trying to break the people down so they can take you over. That's exactly what's happening, my friends. And just wait for a couple of weeks from now when they have this big conference that they're supposed to have at the end of this month and the beginning of uh, December. Where else? in uh in france paris france uh, about um the uh uh, what are we talking about back in september the uh oh i can't even think of the name of it right now but the green stuff i can't even think of what i'm going to call it uh but anyway the thing is is there'll be more rioting and and possibility of venues being attacked then too I, i can't wait to see if they're going to uh to even cancel that meeting of the world there because of this situation. It's still going on there today. Well, with all that set aside, and when I think of what it is I'm trying to say, I'll let you know. Um, The increased tensions between global superpowers is on the rise and is unprecedented. Natural disasters are unprecedented. And the greatest financial unraveling the world has ever seen is on the way. All of this, uh, all of these trends will feed one into another to create, there again, the perfect storm that I mentioned earlier, says Mr. Snyder, of whom then ends his piece by stating, and I have to start for a minute because it's global warming is what I was trying to think of. They're going to have the the big meeting about global warming and how we're going to all come together as one and make this whole thing green and uh, all that kind of stuff. But we'll see what happens. It's probably going to end up all red because uh, ISIS is going to come and blow everybody away. Uh, and so going back to the end of Mr. Schneider's uh, article, he says what this is going to mean is a dramatic change in our standard of living. Our liberties and freedoms will continue to be stripped away. 
Yes, because when you go to one world situation, you have nothing, my friends. You are under the thumb of soon the Antichrist system and the false prophet. But I won't be here for that. So if you want to join me, listen up. He says, and our world is going to be transformed at a pace that very few of us have ever imagined was possible. If you have the feeling, he says, that everything has changed after just what happened in France, you are right. But this is just the beginning, he says, and I totally agree. What is coming in the weeks and months ahead is going to be even worse, he says, and I agree. And it is going to shock the entire planet. My friends, it's very true. And on that breathtaking note, I'll be right back after the break to continue our exploration of the forthcoming perfect storm of chaos and terror. Guns and war, and all of us got trampled on the floor. I wish we'd all been ready. The children died, the days grew cold. A piece of bread, goodbye, a bag of gold. I wish we'd all been ready. If there's no Change your mind The sun has come And you've been left behind A man and wife asleep in bed She hears a noise And turns her head He's gone I wish we'd all been ready Two men walking up a hill, one disappears, and one's left standing still. I wish we'd all been ready. There's no time to change your mind. The sun has come, and you've been left behind. Oh, yeah. The demons dying How could you Have been so blind There's no 
time to change your mind The sun has come and you've been left behind No, and there's no time to change your mind The sun has come and you've been left behind I hope we'll all be The Father Spoke, The Demons Are Dining, my friends, right now. How could you be so blind? Don't be left behind. Okay, now we find ourselves at the crossroads between heaven and hell. This next piece is a stern prophetic warning from the mouth of God first to America, as well as to all that have ears to hear with in the spirit of mankind. My friends, which was found posted on Z3news.com, received by Julie Wiebe, uh, dated November 12th, ni- er, 2015, titled, America, You Definitely Mock Me. Destruction Comes to Your Land. My friends, these are words that people receive from the Lord. These are not just somebody writing a story, Okay. When I say this is from the mouth of God to the ears of man, I truly, desperately mean it. And I don't use things that I don't fill the Spirit of God on. So let us begin. Of which Miss Weeby opens by stating, Father God began speaking this message directly after the Supreme Court ruling in the United States, which recently legalized gay marriage in our nation. This occurred on June 26, 2015, a most terrible day for this country. May God have mercy on us who believe. This is the message from the mouth of God, my friends, to the ears of man. Oh, America, land of the free, home of the brave, how mighty and powerful have you seen yourself? Yet you are sinners in the hands of an angry God. You are so courageous in that you will stand face to face with the God of all creation, the very one who formed you from dust and breathed my spirit into you. And you will openly and defiantly mock my commandments and all that I am. How dare you! How dare you defy the one and only true and living God? You have fought long and hard to call good evil and evil good. You have rejected all that is sacred and all that is holy for filth and for all that is profane. You have twisted my laws and crammed perversity down the throats of innocent generations. Abominations after abominations follow your selfish desires. You have chosen darkness over light. Although my hand of mercy has always been extended to you. My anger and my wrath is kindled and I cannot watch any longer. I am a God who gives you the desires of your heart, and your desires are putrid and they are vile. You may now reap what you have sown. I turn you over to all that you lust for 
and all that you have elevated above me. Do not cry out to me as you wallow in your sin and blame me for your fate. For it is you who chose utter darkness as your path. I will come in my judgments against you with a vengeance and a fury unlike you have ever seen. And then you will see who is God. I will rain down fire and brimstone upon your heads and cause you to choke on all the lies you speak. Destruction cometh to your land. The harbingers are all around you. The end is here. To my faithful remnant, I will cause you to be lifted up on wings of eagles, and your path will be white as snow. I have hedged you in on all sides. Fear not this day my judgments, as I will not forget my own. Turn your eyes away from all that I must do to purge this nation of her disobedience. Bury your face in my heart and know beyond a shadow of a doubt that your redemption draweth near. I have prepared a place for those who love me, and it is far beyond what you can imagine. I would not tell you this, If it was not so, prepare, prepare, prepare. Your king cometh. Your king is coming. It is upon you, God Almighty, the one, the only one who gives you life. The scriptures that go with this to prove that these words are from the Lord, he sometimes assign scriptures that say the same thing that he has spoken to a person to share with the world. Genesis 2, 7 says, And the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Isaiah five twenty says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Matthew seventeen seventeen. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer or permit you? Bring him hither to me. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 23. These six things doeth the Lord hate, yea, seven are the abomination unto him. A proud look a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, and heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. My son, keep thy father's commandments, and forsake not the law of thy mother. Bind them continuously upon thine heart, and lie them about thy neck. When thou goest, it shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. And when thou awakest, it shall talk with thee. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, and the reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 15, For the Lord thy God is a jealous God among you, lest the anger of the Lord thy God be kindled against thee and destroy thee from off the face of the earth. 
Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 and 9, 7 through 9. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit, meaning the Holy Spirit, my friends, shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap it if we faint not. John chapter 3, verse 19, and this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil revelation chapter 21 verse 8 but the fear of the but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers and whoremongers and the sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone which is the second death Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 24, The Lord shall make the rain of thy land powder and dust from heaven. Shall it come down upon thee until thou be destroyed. Psalms 37, 9, For evil evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. Matthew chapter 24, 37, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Luke chapter 21, verse 28. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up, the Lord says, and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31 says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with the wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Psalms 34, 7. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him and dwelleth and delivereth them. Psalms 139, 5. Thou hast beset me behind and before and laid thine head hand upon me. Luke chapter 21, verse 28. And when these things begin to come to pass, look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. And that is where we are in this point in time, my friends. Those who are ready, watching, and waiting for the unexpected to the world at large return of the Lord Jesus Christ and the rapture will one day soon and very soon be caught up in the air to be with the Lord and forever to be with him. They will instantly be into their glorified bodies and will forever rule and reign with the Lord, even through the time of the millennial kingdom time, my friends, as there is people going to still be that make it through the time of tribulation on into the millennial kingdom time and be there while the Lord rules and reigns for a thousand years. But my friends, don't think it's any of you. Because if you're hearing this broadcast today and you're not ready when the Lord Jesus Christ comes in the rapture, you will be left behind. And once you're left behind because you should have been ready, because you knew to be ready and you weren't, the Lord makes a provision for that. There is no longer a chance for you. So if you're hearing me today and you're understanding what I'm saying, don't think you're going to go on into the millennial kingdom time because you're not. 
If you're not ready to go with the Lord Jesus Christ upon his return in the rapture, you will be left behind to believe the lies of the Antichrist, take the mark of the beast, which dooms you for all eternity, and you will find your place in the lake of fire at the great white throne judgment of God at the end of the millennial kingdom time. Ooh, there's a lot to know about the word of God, my friends. You need to get ready and start knowing what it is. And on that note... The Lord God as well gave the author of Z3 News, Mr. James Bailey, this prophetic word at 2.55 a.m. today, November 18th, 2015, titled, Strong Winds Are Already Blowing, of which Mr. Bailey starts out by saying, when I was outside with my dogs tonight, strong winds were blowing through the tall trees, making loud whooshing sound as the trees swayed back and forth. It was kind of creepy, but beautiful at the same time. He said, whenever I see the wind blowing like that, it makes me think something new must be moving in. Tonight, it is just confirmed what I already knew. Big changes are here. The Lord has repeatedly told us it is coming. He said the purpose is to bring separation, separating the magenta from the blue, which is in reference to another word that was out there that I haven't read, but I do know the title was magenta from the blue. The carnal thoughts from the spiritual revelations and the lukewarm believers from the cold unbelievers. He is about to separate what belongs to him from what does not. Whatever belongs to him will be lifted up, but whatever does not belong to him will be brought down. Now we are hearing there is no more delay, no more time. Just today, he says, I received another confirmation in an email from Betty Stevens, of which Miss Stevens says, This word is from the Lord that she's speaking here. Darkness and evil have been let loose upon this land. They are no longer bound. It is time to fast forward and allow what must be allowed. My word, says the Lord, has told you, and now I will bring it to pass. No more waiting. No more delays. No more excuses. The Lord God says, come unto me, because I have allowed the destruction to commence. Nation will rise against nation. There is now no time to waste. There is no time for being skeptical and faint of heart, for that time is now upon you, and it will increase. It is here. What has been done in the spiritual realm has now began to manifest itself in the physical, in the physical realm. And Miss Stevens ends by saying, God help us all. At this point, Mr. Bailey then states, I can testify from my personal experience, the waiting is over. I have not yet seen the manifestation in the physical realm, but I believe Betty's statement that they have started because I have experienced major changes in the spiritual realm. He then goes on to say, it started last week 
It started the last week of October, he says, and it has continued to get stronger and stronger every day. Remember, my friends, I received the mandate for 2016, Black Days Are Ahead, from the Lord God on November 1st, 2015. And at this point, Mr. Bailey continues by saying, in my previous post on November 4th, which was the day that I brought you guys the actual statement that the Lord had made on the 1st of the mandate for 2016. He says in his post from November 4th, my people have reached a tipping point. I described it as increased intensity with increased excitement that does not go away, but keeps growing stronger, he says. It has been three weeks now, and it just keeps growing. I believe we have reached the point where the water is over our head, and we are now beginning to be carried along the currents, which are taking us straight into the white water rapids ahead. This is going to get very interesting, Mr. Bailey further states. I have never experienced anything like this before, but it is like heaven has come down to earth and taken over. It is like God has come to mark off his territory, to lay claim to what belongs to him, claiming as he own claiming as his own possession, everyone who has given him permission to come. And he fully intends to sweep us into his kingdom by force. Woe to anyone who stands in his way, Mr. Bailey, as well states. At the same time, he is removing his hand of protection from everything and everyone who does not belong to him. He is separating those who belong to him from those who have refused him. He is taking his hand, he is taking his stand between his people and the great storm. Woe to all those who are left outside in the storm. Those who are with him are now entering into it the closest fellowship, the deepest intimacy, the greatest peace and tapping into a deep well of joy that never stops bubbling up. Those who are not with him are about to enter into their darkest nightmare. What did he say was coming next year? Black days ahead, which he is allowing for the purpose of bringing them, hopefully, to him and rescuing many from eternal death. Destruction. May God have mercy on them, says Mr. Bailey. Now, my friends, we will take a step back in time to see exactly what the Lord told Mr. Bailey, the author of Z3news.com, on November 4th, 2015, in this piece that he just mentioned titled, My People Have Reached a Tipping Point, of which he opens by stating, I started noticing changes. It has been over a week ago. Increased intensity with increased excitement. It hasn't gone away. It has increased more. Here is what I heard today, said Mr. Bailey. And he means from the Lord, my friends. 
Just as the world has reached a tipping point and their fate is sealed and major changes are coming, so have my people reached a tipping point and their fate is sealed and major changes are coming. Just as the world has cast out all restraint and entered into lawlessness, so have my people cast out fear and entered into fellowship, closer fellowship with me. Because where there is fear, there is torment. And I do not want my people in torment, but my perfect love cast out all fear until the only thing left is fellowship, loving fellowship, says the Lord. Things are beginning. Things that I have promised from long ago are now coming to pass. This is the day and the hour that you have awaited, that you have wanted to come for so long. Now it is here. Now it has come. I claim you to be my own. Deeper intimacy. This is what you have wanted. It has come. Stronger fellowship. This is what has come. Greater peace, greater love, and far greater joy. For you belong to me now. I want you to walk with me in fellowship like never before. I want you to know me. Bind your heart to me like never before. Make my paths straight before you. Let your feet never veer off course, never to the right nor to the left, but stay on my path. For I put before you things that I and only I have desired from long ago for you to know. But if you want to discover them, you will only find them on my path, says the Lord which I put before you. The day and the hour have finally come. My people get ready for before you, I leave open an open door. My people get ready, he says, for before you, I leave an open door. And I say, I am the door, says the Lord. So walk in. Enter into the fellowship that I have set before you. Come into the place. The table is set. The banquet is ready. I have prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemies, and they will know that I am before you and you are before me. They will see it in the midst of you. They will know it and they will declare that I am the Lord God Almighty. Make known, the Lord God says here, my friends, listen up. Make known my innermost counsel. Make known my plans, number one, before men. Make known my heart and my will and my purpose and my plan, number two. Make known all things I declare to you. Make known my will above the plans of men, Above the will of men. Make my plans. Number three. He said it three times. He says, make my plans clear. Make them known and let them be established in the earth. My friends, when the Lord says something three times, it's time to wake up and get a a life here. 
And my friends, the things that are beginning to happen, such as never before, both good and evil, on the, on the good side, I have a friend named Sharon. And she called me a couple of weeks ago, and she asked me to keep her brother Brian in prayer as he had just entered into the hospital in the last stages of cancer. It had only days, hours, or weeks to li- uh, left to live. But he was in good form telling everybody who crossed his path that Jesus Christ is his Lord and Savior and that he was ready to meet the Lord Jesus at any time that he should call. Well, as of Monday, November 16th, 2015, he is at home with the results of his PET scan completely flooring his doctors because it came back saying that he is healed in the name of Jesus Christ. My friends, you're going to see more of that. But, my friends, not all is well. Because I have another friend who was telling me that someone they know overdosed on drugs and had to be resuscitated. Sounds good. But the problem is, if that person continues to live the same life as before the overdose next time, they will go out of here into eternal darkness for all eternity. They were given one more chance to change their life. With that said, and in regards to the evil side of things, my friends, the time nears to what the Lord said would happen even in America. That being that suicide bombings and other acts of terror and chaos beyond our comprehension are on the way. Even the news media and Prominent voices of this present day since Friday, the 13th day of November 2015, have began to warn us that it is indeed on the way. My friends, it is high time to get your life right with the Lord, with the one and only Savior of the world who is Jesus Christ. Because I assure you, listen up, this is the part you don't want to miss, if you don't, you will not be prepared by any means to physically, mentally, nor spiritually deal with that which is about to descend upon this land and the world at large. For my friends, the Lord God in the last prophetic word just shared said to make his plan clear. And that is exactly what I am about to do. For in his word, which is called the Bible, his plan has already been made clear. And it's stated right there. But not many people read it. The Lord Jesus Christ said, the path to eternal life is straight and narrow and few there be that ever find it. Because the majority of the world is out doing their own thing. They think it's never going to end. The party's never going to end. They think they can do whatever they want. They're little dirt men with the breath of God in them. It can be taken away at any moment, but they are so high and mighty. And my friends, guess what? I don't put myself above you. I was once there too. I just chose to follow the Lord Jesus Christ and to receive eternal life. And I'm not letting it go for anything or anyone. The Lord God says to make his plan clear. 
And I mean, my friends, it's there it is. It's in the Bible and it, and it's in such places as John three sixteen through 18, where Jesus himself said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, who is Jesus Christ, might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, says the word of God. But the word of God also says, he that believeth not is condemned already. And here's the reason why. Because the word of God says, he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. In John chapter 14, verses one through six, Jesus gives us this beautiful statement. He says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I, Jesus said, would have told you. I, Jesus said, go to prepare a place for you. And if I, Jesus said, go and prepare a place for you. I, Jesus said, will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, since he's God, my friends, there ye may be also. And whether I go, Jesus said, you know, or where I'm going. In other words, you know. And the way you know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest. In other words, he's saying, Lord, we don't know where you're going. And how can we know the way? The word way means method, my friends. Jesus is the method. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. So if you think you're getting to heaven any other way than Jesus Christ, it ain't happening, my friends. And it's not my word. It's the word of the Lord God that says it's true. You're just duping yourself. The devil has got you snowed. You're on your way to the lake of fire. It won't be cool. It will be a hot time for all eternity. And it won't be funny because it will never end. In Revelation chapter 3, verses 20 through 22, Jesus extends an invitation to all of mankind who will come when he states, Behold, I stand at the door. The door is your, the door is at your heart, my friends. I will come in to him, the Lord says. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice, Jesus said, and open the door of your heart, my friends, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. Jesus said to him that overcometh, will I grant to sit with me in my throne, which means power, my friends, not to sit in a chair with him. Even, Jesus says, as I overcame and am set down with my father in his throne or power. Jesus said, he that, over, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto, unto the churches. And my friends, I just have one of two last things to say here. And in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15, John the Revelator is allowed to see 2,000 years ago, my friends, he's given the vision of the Lord Jesus Christ to see what will happen to all who reject the gift of God given by way of the sacrifice and the shedding of the precious and holy blood of his one and only begotten son, who there again is none other than Jesus Christ. When he states, 
And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were open, which is the volumes of books where the names are written, my friends, of those who have rejected the Lord Jesus Christ by the time they take their last breath here. And another book was open, which is the book of life. The book of life, my friends, throughout the word of God tells us is where your name is written. When you follow the Lord Jesus Christ, you give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. You do not willfully sin against the thing that the Lord Jesus Christ has brought to us in the New Testament and the word of God. In the Old and New Testament, we don't make any delineation. It's all one book. It's the word of God. It's the only word of God. It says, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books. Because we're now talking about the judgment of those who are destined for the lake of fire, my friends. That's all we're talking about right here, right now. It says, and God judges the dead according to their works. See, you don't get to word, you don't get to heaven by works alone, my friends. It is through Jesus Christ, a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, and then whatever he gives you to do is what's going to be important to God. Otherwise, you can work yourself to death. You're still going to like a fire. It's not even going to make a difference. The word of God continues by saying, And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged, every man, according to their works. Do you know what the word of God says about our works? There are, they are as filthy rags unto God without the blood of Jesus covering our life. And death and hell, the word of God says, were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Now, in this set of scriptures that we've gone through here today, this is the second time we've heard of the second death. The second death is where you're finally getting your wish, which is to be cut off from God, to be cut off from the power of his Holy Spirit, to be cut off from Jesus Christ, and to be cut off from every pesky Christian that ever tried to tell you that you were going in the wrong direction. It says, And whosoever was not found written in the book of life, which is where your name goes when you follow the Lord Jesus Christ, was cast into the lake of fire. And those are the words of God, my friends. And last but in no way least, in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 13, Paul is given the honor of pinning the spiritual roadmap to eternal life by way of salvation through Jesus Christ. And so God's plan here is made clear when Paul states that if thou or you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness or right living in Jesus Christ, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. 
For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. My friends, let me just say a quick prayer for you today. And that is, dear Lord God, I pray that each and every person within the hearing of my voice today through the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit will fall on their face in this hour and ask you, Lord Jesus, to forgive them of their sins and ask you to show them the way that you have prepared in your word by the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit to, sh- to bring all things to their remembrance, to have them know God's word, know it well and know it correctly so that they will be ready, watching and waiting at the time that you call us home, whether it be in the rapture or before that time, my Lord, they will be ready to walk the streets of gold with you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. And with that said, my friends, it's a wrap. Thank you once again for tuning in today for the Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio broadcast here on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Folks, don't forget to visit StreamsAZ.org daily on the web for updates on prophetic news from around the world and stay connected with me via social media, and Twitter by visiting the Streams in the Desert Live landing page at starworldwidenetworks.com forward slash Streams in the Desert. This is Pastor Dana saying shalom and blessings to you all in the mighty name of Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, my Lord, Master, Savior, soon coming King and Messiah, yours too, I hope. And until we meet again next Wednesday at 3.55 p.m. for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast, May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Until we meet again, shalom, shalom. Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on DoubleWideNetwork.com, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily located on the DoubleWideNetwork.com Streams in the Desert Live landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?